0: Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, it says, uh, as you can tell, uh, as you can tell, he says, my, my writing has deteriorated. Uh, may God bless the church and the congregation and everyone in it. Just give thanks to the Lord, uh, Brother Bobby Wilson. Amen. And so he is thrilled to death to, uh, for all the prayers and they're being heard. He's being, they're being felt. Um, it's been hard on him with the COVID and since his wife Betty passed, he hasn't been able to, to participate with us. He's here in heart. He's here in spirit. And uh, we love him. Any others? Just uh, add to your prayer list Amy. Just add to Amy. Uh, God knows the situation, and just pray for Amy. Uh, any other praises, prayer requests? Yes, ma'am. Is there some uh,
1: residents over at Quail Haven that are are really hearing <coughs> um, uh they're, they're kind of um, not able to do what they used to? Right. And so, um, as a result, they get a little cantankerous and... Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't mean to be, but they're just having a rough time. Yes, ma'am. And uh, Rachel and I, we both feel that we know that we're there for a reason. Right. The main reason is to, to just lift them up and encourage them. Amen. But uh, there's one friend of mine, she had a kidney stones, and she's in the fast, and they just. She just continues to have them. She had one yesterday. Okay. And um, I had lunch with her today and I said, How are
0: you doing? She said, no, I'm doing fine, except my back hurts. And she's just amazing because <laughs> right. uh, that can be very painful. Yes, her name is Ruby. Ruby Ruby Smith. Ruby Smith. Yes. Okay. Any other praises, prayer requests? All right, let's go to Lord in prayer. What's glorious, Lord God? We love you, Lord. We thank you for the protection and the provisions that you give us, Lord. We thank you for this wonderful day we had; it was beautiful, Lord. We thank you for the interactions we had with everyone we came in contact with, Lord. We ask you to be with, to be with Anne as she recovers uh, from her surgery, Lord. And we ask you to be with. Uh, uh, with Ruby as she's recovering from kidney stone And Lord we lift up Amy to you And Amy's family Lord You know the situation And we ask you to intervene there Lord I ask you to be with all those that were mentioned uh, Those families that are grieving yes. That have lost loved ones Lord I, la- I ask you to just draw them near to you Let them feel your presence Lord let them know that you are there You're the only one that can heal a broken heart Lord I ask you to I ask you, Lord, to be with those that are facing diagnosis and prognosis. And, Lord, we just know that we, you gave us the intelligence to give us the wisdom to use it. Lord, uh, guide the medicine and the doctor's hands as we go forward. Lord, we just love you and we trust you in all things. Lord, we ask you to open your word up to us tonight. Lord, we ask you to... Uh, Remove any hindrance from us. Lord, we ask you to keep the devil at bay. Put him outside, Lord. Uh, No roadblocks tonight. Let us come to revive ourselves, Lord. And we just ask you to just keep this up. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.
1: Our operatory hymn is 162. 162. Wonderful, merciful Savior.
0: we're going to have another treat i understand uh, eugene's fixing to so at some point he's going to play the piano and sing and um uh, and that'll be a treat in itself uh in and of itself and plus he's going to bring our message tonight and uh i'm excited about that uh, we had a couple phone call i had a conversation this morning on the phone and uh, before my boss arrived and i had to get off uh they said, I wonder what his message is going to be tonight. I said, I don't know, but it'll be good. So, you know, uh, and we talked about the message that was last night, and, and we learned some things. and uh, Especially the thing that stuck with me is, uh, you know, all i got to do is catch them. Somebody else gets to do the cleaning. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, and when you go on fishing and you catch a lot of fish, I'm glad somebody else gets to do the cleaning. <laughs> So uh, tonight we're going to find out what what we're going to do after that. But uh, uh, just remember, we're catchers. We're fishermen. We're not cleaners. We don't work in the cannery.
1: That's right.
0: That's God's job. All right. right. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to you, bro.
1: Praise God. Thank you.
2: Thank God. Thank God. It's always a privilege to stand behind the sacred desk of the Lord and I always ask the Lord to hide me behind that middle cross because you know we've got to see Jesus not man he's the one that's in charge and in control and and uh, I got you know I a preacher is always looking for confirmation with his message because sometimes we we struggle and we battle and we try to we want to make sure we got the mind of the Lord when we come with a message, especially during a revival. But really, any time we're preaching, and uh, read read the title of that message or that song across from "I Surrender All."
0: Speak, O Lord.
2: Speak, O Lord. And it was up here. Karen, you had it. It was open up here because we did I Surrender All as an altar call, I believe, and uh, you had it up here, and my, my message tonight is, do you really want to hear God speak? I mean, we got to really think about that. Do we really want to hear God speak? Because I want to tell you that not always does he speak things that are pleasing to hear. Sometimes uh, there's a little, (laughs) you know, the chasing of the Lord is tough. and, And sometimes he has to tell us to get back in line. Okay? I said last night, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And uh, so we can get out of line, but we want to hear God's voice. We want to hear him speak to us in such a way that we know it's real, that we know that we're not following a voice of the world uh, uh, but, uh, and of a man, but of God. Okay, that's so important. If we're going to have revival, we need to hear from heaven, don't we? Amen. And that's that one scripture you know we, we've heard a lot during the COVID. If my people, which are called by my Name will humble themselves and seek my face and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. And he said that he would forgive our sin and heal our land. Okay, and I, that's what we want to hear from God, Lord. When you're going to do it? Well, he's doing it. It's just uh, it's going to be in His time. It's so important. Even revival, it's got to be in His time. And what God speaks, you know, God may give a word to a certain person, okay? And that certain person can feed on that word because it was was specially for them. God meant it for them. could be two or three people. so don't take every word that you hear, you know, and say, well, that was meant for me. Well, not every time. Not every time. And so we just have to, we got to hear, discern the voice of the mighty God. Amen. So that song, uh, when I saw that, I said, that's it, Lord. I, I, that's confirmation as to what I'm going to be preaching on tonight. I think I've, is that, you got me cut down or is it battery? Maybe... He's going to come check it out. All right. I'll tell you what you do while he's coming and getting me a battery or whatever he's got to do. Uh, if you'll go ahead and turn to the book of 1 Kings, go ahead and turn over there to verse, 1 Kings. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And let's go to chapter 19. 1 Kings chapter 19. But I do want to play and sing a song. I'm not I'm not really a pianist or anything of that nature. I just uh this song I sat down and just tried to learn because it meant so much to me. Uh I really wanted to learn this song. And uh so I started picking it out with my fingers and uh because I don't play by music or nothing like that. I play the guitar, but it's all again, it's just by by ear you know praise god but this song has meant a lot to me and it's real old but i tell you it's still new it's just like god's word is is really old god's word's old but it's new every time you you know why because it's alive this book is a breathing book it's the voice of god it's the power of god and the salvation amen that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm going I'm to sing this song. It's entitled, Speak to Me. Has, has anybody ever heard that? Speak to me. Well, you're going to hear it tonight. So y'all pray for me. And I was telling Karen, I was so glad that I'm behind the piano and y'all won't see me. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you so much. Praise God. All right. But please listen to the words of this song because I want God to speak to me. Might be just a little bit loud. I want God to speak to me every day as I walk with the Lord. I want to I praise Him. Might want to go up a little bit. <laughs> praise God. All right. Praise the name of the Lord. Do you all love the Lord out there? Yeah. Amen. Praise God. All right. Thank you Jesus. Let me get this right here. Get my bifocals here. Praise God. I want God to speak. Now let me let me say this. Because I think what reason this song means so much to me is because I did run from God and I believe there's a time that God will kindly close that door like He did on the Ark. He'll close the door, because Noah preached 120 years. He had, they had time to get right. They had time to get on board, but they just didn't believe. If they'd have believed it was going to rain, because it never rained before, they would have got on and, and, and you know their faith would have been it have been understood. That, hey, this is Noah preached the truth. Amen. Because the truth will set you free. And it set eight souls free anyway. Well, God comes knocking, and if he don't if we don't respond, after a while he'll go to somebody else. Okay, and I believe that. He will actually go to somebody else. And and you you miss your blessing, and what if it was a salvation knock?
1: Amen.
2: That's that's even worse. Listen to the words of this song. Speak to me. speak to me so loud I didn't know time decided it was about time to give my life to Jesus. My
1: time was about gone. Then I went into the church waiting for the Lord to speak.
2: I heard nothing, nothing at all. Then I fell on my knees,
1: crying, "God, hear my." Just one more time,
2: give me another chance to let my light shine. Speak to me, oh Lord. just one more time, God
1: hear my cry, so speak one more time,
2: amen, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. That song, that song gets to me because it could have been me. It could have been me when I went to that altar and cried out, Lord, speak to me, and then didn't hear anything. Didn't hear God speak, didn't feel His presence. In church, I'm going to tell you, that's a cold place to be, N- wanting to feel God's presence, wanting to hear God's voice, and we can't. There's a lot of things that hinder us, that get in our way. But we have got to say, stop right there, devil. Hallelujah. I'm serving God. I'm going on to Jesus. Amen. I'm going on to Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's what we've got to do to please him. Praise the Lord. Do you really want to hear from God? Yes. Amen. All right, let's stand together for Ken, those that can. I know, I know some of you may not are, are able to stand, but verse 9 of chapter 19, 1 Kings. Elijah was running from a woman. <laughs> Jezebel was after him, said, tomorrow about this time, boy, you're going to die. To die tomorrow you're gonna you're gonna be like one of those prophets that just was killed. Here's what here's what happened, as he ran. The Bible says and he came thither into a cave, and he lodged there, and behold the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts. For the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thine prophets with a sword. And I, even I, only am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. Woo! The Lord. That's why when He tells you to go do something, go stand in a certain place, you better do it because He'll pass by. Now look at this. He said, "In a great and a strong wind, rent the mountains and breaking pieces the rocks before the Lord." But the Lord was not in the wind. And after that, the wind and earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake And after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire And after that after the fire a still small voice. hallelujah. The whisper of almighty God, hallelujah. You see God don't have to get loud if we're close enough we can hear him. Oh, come on. And it was so. And it was so. I like that. And it was so. When Elijah heard it, then he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, what doest thou here, Elijah? He said that to him twice, right there. Before he spoke to him in a still small voice, he wanted Elijah to know where you're at. You need to look at where you're at tonight. And then after after God moves and God speaks with well that still small, now where are you? Father, we ask you to bless this place, Lord, tonight with your presence. We already feel it. We thank you, God, for these that have sung tonight, Lord. I pray blessings on them. I thank you, God, for the church. Let this church go forth in your power. Let it, Lord, be a light, a lighthouse, Lord, to this community, Lord, that souls may come and bow down and be saved by the grace of God. Help us, Lord, to lend an ear to the Holy Spirit of Almighty God. We might, Lord, hallelujah, be able to lead somebody else to the water in Jesus name we pray amen you may be seated praise God well do you really want to hear from God you see in these last days God is uh he's trying to speak to his church and you know uh, he wasn't in the wind and he wasn't in the earthquake and he wasn't even in the fire but he was in that still small voice some say, well, God's trying to tell us something through COVID. And he may be. And he may be speaking to certain ones specifically. Well, what are you doing here? Amen? What are you doing here, Elijah? You see, he had run because he knew his life was in jeopardy. She said, I'm going to take your life tomorrow, about this time. He was scared of a woman. Hallelujah. I thank God for women. Hallelujah. But we shouldn't be scared of one another. Hallelujah in the Lord. He was trying to do God's will. And he had just had one of the best days of his ministry. Of the miracles that God used through him. And that was Baal had been defeated. The fire had fallen. God had been made manifest among the people. Revival should have been, you know, uh, it should have poured out on everybody. But instead, he's running like a wet puppy Away and into a cave. People today are depressed, and that's what I can see in, Eli- in Elijah. Is that I see a depressed man in a sense because he was scared. He was running scared. He was depressed, and he was trying to protect his own life. And and, and what I, what I mean is sometimes we get so down and out. We say, "Oh, nobody loves me. I think I'll I'll eat a worm." He was saying this. I, only I am left. He felt like he was the only one who was serving God. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we feel like that, even in church. I'm the, I'm the only one that's really true about this thing, really doing the right thing. But, you know, don't don't get like that because he's got others. He told him later on, he said, I've got 7,000 that have not bowed their knee to Baal Lord kissed him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that holy kiss. Let me tell you, God's got a firm, he's got a remnant. He's got a people that want revival. He's got a people that want to be on fire. He's got a people that when you see them coming, they're gonna say something about Jesus, hallelujah. And that's what, that's what revival should do is stir us up, stir up the gift of God that's within you, hallelujah. Oh, what do you mean, preacher? Well, first of all, you need to hear from God about your circumstances, hallelujah. Don't don't get under your circumstances. Walk on top of them. Hallelujah. Jesus did that. Praise God. You know, we want to hear from the Lord, right? Well, my Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, that behold, Jesus said this, red letter, behold, I stand at the door and knock. That ain't all he did. He said, if any man hear my voice, him coming to me I will sup with him and he with me open the door open the door I've knocked on it and now I've cried out for you you know most people they knock especially if you're on visitation you just you knock just a little bit you don't want really to get too loud well we should We should say, is anybody home? Hallelujah. Praise God because God wants to know, hallelujah, that we are going to respond. God wants us to respond. You know, he wants our full attention. I believe Noah had, he had God's full attention. I really believe that. He was fully, he he, he had to throttle way up. Because he will start. He started building on that ark, even though he had not started raining. Don't wait till God does it and say, "Oh, well, I'll, I'll do it now, Lord." No, I've already started it. I use somebody else. If God's speaking to you, do it. Amen. That woman that came in off the street, and they thought she was a woman of the street, and boy, I tell you, old Jesus, he didn't like it. <laughs> Some of the others, the say they didn't like it. But she's doing the right thing because she is. <laughs> she's anointing my feet, and she's wiping my feet with her hair. Leave her alone. Hallelujah. Because she is in a repentant spirit. And church was what God wants us to do is become repentant. That's what revival is. If there's something wrong, we got to get it right. We are the church of the living God. We we are supposed to be the example of the believers. We're supposed to be a different people. Hallelujah. Holy priesthood, a royal nation. We are the children of the Most High God, Amen. And we've got to act like that. Praise God. I'm just afraid God's people are missing God's voice. I know one thing: if I if I turn my channel on my car, my radio, if I put it on ninety point three, I get K Love. But if I go ninety point four, I get a bunch of static. You know what I'm saying? Because I've missed it. And that's what the devil wants you to, to, to hear is static. He don't want you to hear the voice of God. Why don't the devil want you to hear God, God's voice? I'll tell you why. It will sabotage his plans in your life. See, it was Jeremiah twenty I've got plans for you. God's got plans for you to prosper you and bless you. you know, and, and he says to bring you a, a, a blessed end, a hopeful end. Well, God can do that. But the devil's trying to end your life. He's trying to take you down. Praise God. Oh, I tell you, there was a man from Africa, he was over here and he was visiting with a pastor up in New York City. And he was going to show him a little bit of New York City. He took him out uh, uh Times Square. He took that, you know, he, he's from another country, man. But I tell you, he was from Africa. And he took him to New York City. They were on the sidewalk of a bus- the busiest streets out there. Taxi drivers, horns blowing. And... Uh, Then the African man, he said, did you hear that? He said, the pastor said, why? Yeah, I heard that horn blow. I heard, yeah, tire squeak. I heard the sirens. He said, no. No, did you hear the cricket? He said, are you crazy? How can you hear a cricket out here with all this noise? He said, because I'm used to hearing the cricket. See, when you used, y'all stay with me. If you're used to hearing the voice of God, you'll know when it's the voice of the devil versus the voice of God. You'll know. You'll know even when, when someone's speaking a word and and they're, they're giving you scripture. You'll know if it's real or not. You'll know if it's from the Lord. Your spirit will bear witness. Praise God. We need to hear the right stuff. We need to be listening to the right things. Young people, be careful because there's a lot of music out there that's not of God. Make sure you're listening and tuning in to the voice of the Lord in that music. And that you're getting blessed by the Lord. Praise God. You know, Adam and Eve, they heard from God. And they heard God say, "Uh, don't touch this tree. Don't don't eat of this tree. If you do, you know you're going to die. The devil comes along and he says, no, no, that, that, that's not true. Who, whose voice are you going to listen to? Praise God. But God had to run them out of the camp. Run them out of the Garden of Eden. He evicted them. Here comes Jonah. And God says, Jonah, I need you to go to Nineveh and preach unto them the bidding that I bid thee. Cry out and, and, and for repentance. Anyway... He ran the other way, got on a ship, paid the fare, and boy, he paid the cost, didn't he? He ended up in uh, the belly of a whale. We know the story, but what I'm trying to say is both people, both sets of people, Adam and Eve and Jonah, had a second chance. Because even outside the Garden of Eden, they could steal Worship God. They can still serve God. We still today, yeah, the curse has been put upon us, but we can overcome the curse of the enemy by listening to the voice of God. I need God to speak to me, amen. I need him to show me through his his voice. Still small voice. God ain't got to yell it just through a whisper. And like I said, you hear a whisper, and especially with my, I can't hear all that good like I used to. So uh, you might have to speak up a little bit. Hallelujah. But the thing about it, God, if you're really in tune with God, you can hear him. The closer you get, the better he sounds. and, And he can speak to your heart. Praise God. So. You know, faith is a result when we hear from God. Because faith faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So Elijah was in a bad place in that he was running from a woman. And he ended up in a cave and he got discouraged. He got depressed. And where are you at? Tonight, And where are you at? Elijah, where are you at? Brother Jerry, where you at? Because, you know, God is calling us out of that cave of do-nothing, out of that cave of despondency, out of that cave of of, of, of pity, poor, pitiful old me, you know? Mm -hmm. Calling you out to say, hey, I'm going to stir you up. I'm going to give you a word, and I want you to go back because I've got others waiting on you that has never kissed or never bowed a knee to Baal. Hallelujah. There's other Christians out there. They're in other churches. They're working for the Lord, you know, and and let's don't put a barrier up and say, I'm not fellowshipping with that church. Hallelujah. I tell you, if if they're brother and sister in the Lord, I love them. I don't care what name is all over the door. Hallelujah. We got to love one another. I just believe God, uh, God's word can be rare. You know, when uh, the Lord came to, to Samuel as a little boy, he was only about 11 years old. He was staying in the temple with Eli. And he, one night he went to sleep and the Lord woke him up and he, and he said, Samuel. And, he, and, and Samuel got up and ran into Eli's bedroom and said, Hey, what do you want? And he said, I didn't call for you. So he went back, and the Lord called him again. Samuel, he runs in there and said, I didn't call you. And the third time he runs in there, he says, no. He said, but the next time you hear it, if he calls again, say, here am I, Lord. Here am I, your servant. You know, speak. He said, speak, Lord, I'm your servant. And he did that. And God began to reveal to little 11-year-old Samuel some things that was going to, it was going to tickle or tingle tingle the ear of Israel because Eli was not, he was the priest, but he wasn't doing things all that right. He he was even letting his sons run wild and they were were defiling themselves there in the temple and uh, he wasn't doing anything about it. So God ended up taking his two sons away from him through death. I mean, if we hear the voice of God, we better wake up. We better wake up because we never know what God has in store, what God can do. Ezekiel 12.2 says, The Lord was, was speaking to a rebellious house, which have eyes to see and they see not, and they have ears to hear and they hear not. For they are a rebellious house. We're living in a rebellious society. Good has become evil. Evil has become good. It's rebellion everywhere. You know? And, and, and what are we going to do about it? Well, I can't change the world, but I can be a Christian. I can walk by faith and not by sight. We can stand for what's right, okay? And when we see wrong, go ahead and call it out. Call it out. Do it in love, but you can call wrong out. Say, this is not right according to God's holy word. John eight forty seven says, He that is of God heareth God's words. You therefore hear them not, because, because you are not of God. Guess who he was talking to there? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Preacher, how do I know that God's speaking to me? Sort of like Isaiah. When, when the Lord came to Isaiah, and then he realized he was undone, and he, he, was, he was a man of unclean lips, and God was calling him to preach, and, it, and finally when the Lord purged him he said Lord send me send me I realized Lord you spoke it you, you've, you've developed me you you've changed me inside out send me it's sort of like that guy he was he was in college and uh and in college he he had gone to a revival and he had gotten saved and the next day on campus when he come back uh some of the students they kind of peeked at him and they saw his pants was backwards you know his zipper was in the back and he said, man, what happened to you? He said, well, I went, I went to revival last night and gave my heart to Jesus, and he turned me around so fast. Praise God. <laughs> Y'all will get that in a minute. Hallelujah. When he turns you around, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. He will. He'll do it. I, I've said this. If you, if you say you're saved and there's no change, what are you saved from? you know there's got to be a change in our lives praise God God had Noah's attention God had Moses' attention at the burning bush and he spoke to him out of a burning bush praise God he spoke through a donkey one time he spoke through a rooster (laughs) it's Peter and it brought conviction can you believe a rooster can bring conviction if it's if that rooster is prompted by the Holy Ghost of God he can. Amen. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God, he is our spokesman today. He speaks to our hearts. Sometimes he asks us to turn around and go go speak to somebody. I, I've been I've come out of the hospital, visiting folks up there and got in my car, and God says go back and talk to so and so. He would remind me of somebody I need to go back and talk to, but Lord, I'm already in my car. I'm already going out. The, the I, Lord, you mean? You really want me to go back? And you go back, and I and I would go back, and I would I'd have prayer with them, and and it'd be something they would tell me that would it would be. I would know Jerry, I was supposed to be there, and and, and I got the blessing. See, I would have missed my blessing. If I hadn't gone back, praise God. So you gotta listen to the voice of Almighty God. So Samuel, you know, when he when he said, Lord, here's thy servant, speak. Israel was going to be defeated by Philistines. He hated to tell Eli that. So, like I say, everything that you hear from God might not be present. But but Eli said, Tell me what God said. I want to know what God, you know, if I go to a doctor, I don't want him to just tell my wife, you know, and not tell me if it is the C, the big C. I want to know it. Don't hold it back from me. We need to hear from God. He, God told uh, uh, Samuel they were going to take the Ark of the Covenant, and they did. And Eli's sons are gonna be slain, and they were. You know, God can give you He can give you things that people didn't see coming. He can tell you things. Praise God. Because see, if he's already seen it, he knows what's ahead. I'm glad he's down the road. You know, I'm glad he don't sleep and he don't slumber. He knows what tomorrow holds, because he holds tomorrow. Amen. You know, but what God does sometimes is not pleasant what he speaks to our hearts but we got to do it i believe there's a five-fold ministry that's mentioned in the word of god and it's talking about how that he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers and so and there's different gifts in the church there's there's ministries and and you know even the gift of uh, helps you know that boy i tell you just like when the my brother about there grabbed those things out of my truck last night, and then two of them took them back. That was a blessing, you know. The roadblocks, they took—they brought in the roadblocks, to try to stop this revival, and it didn't happen. Praise God. Thank you, brother. Amen. But <clears throat> God speaks through his word, but he speaks through the, the, the oracle of the Holy Spirit. So I like this, because we think, well, you know, that hurricane is going to, tear up jack it's gonna it's gonna get some people's attention it's gonna maybe get some people saved that might not even be the intention of the lord we don't even know you know what i'm saying We, we try to figure it out the twin tires fall you know well the churches did fill up for about a month and a half and that was it and then they they got over it you know they got over it that's sad isn't it But, you know, if you really get saved, good and born again, you can't get over that. And if you've heard God speak to your heart over something, you can't get over that. Amen. I thank God for that. Amen. You know, the reason we can't hear God a lot of times is because we're out of range. We're out of range. We're too far. God didn't move. We did. We get out of God's range. Uh, The cell phones, you know... uh, can you hear me now? You know, they go out. I, I was talking to my wife on the way here. She was coming from Cary. And uh, I was talking to her. And it went out. About the animal hospital up on 15501. It would go out on me a lot of times. And it, that's a dead space right there. For me, anyway, from my phone. And it goes out. And she called me back. Praise the Lord. But can you hear me now? Let me tell you a story about something. I'm, I'm gonna let you go here in a minute. But and I know we're on Facebook, and I appreciate what y'all doing there because that that is a blessing. And I'll try to stay up here, but it's hard. It's hard. I've been wanting to run that aisle. Praise God. Right. Uh, running it don't matter. Facebook. Glory be to God. Let me tell you this. There was a lady. She was an older lady had gone to a, a conference. It lasted all day and it was getting kind of dim. She was having to use her headlights as a matter of fact. Going down the highway, it was about a two hour drive back home, boom, 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 boom. She had a flat tire. She pulls off the road. Well, she's an older lady. She's in a Mercedes Benz. She's got money, but it don't matter. I know people that die is filthy rich. You know what I'm saying? Don't, money is not going to matter. It's good to have somebody that'll stop. Well, she sat there about 30 minutes. The way the story goes, she sat there about 30 minutes. And finally, here comes an old car, and it's poking along, and it pulls up in front of her. She's got her headlights on. She can see smoke's boiling out of the tailpipe. I mean it's an old car. She's scared to death. She's by herself. This I want y'all to see this, visualize this with me. She's by herself. This guy gets out of the car, long hair, a beard, tattoos down both sides of their arm. Don't don't look down on people with it like that. But but hey, she had to fear. <laughs> she was scared. But she knew it could be bad. Because, I mean, there was not that many people passing. Anyway, he he comes back to her car. And she lets down the window about like that, you know, just a little bit. He says, Well seems to be the problem? Well, uh, I believe I got a flat tire. I felt it. Pop your trunk. She pops the trunk. He goes back there and gets the spare. He gets the jack. It's the front right tire. So she can see him working. Okay? She stays in the car. She's still scared to death. She don't know what's going to happen. She's in a Mercedes. She's dressed up. She's been in a conference. He fixes the tire He puts the the old one back, you know, back in the trunk and slams the trunk, steps up to the window, and she says, Sir, thank you so much. What do I owe you? Let me pay you something. No, ma'am. Just don't break the chain. Help somebody else that you come along that you see may need it. Help them. And she says, sir, are you sure I can't give you some money? He said, no, ma'am. She said, well, what is your name? He says, my name is Brian Anderson. You have a good night, ma'am. He goes back to his car, cranks it up, it's smoking, he takes off. She starts heading down the road. She comes to a little old diner on the right-hand side of the road. And it's getting late she's still got about an hour to go to get home and she said well i'm just gonna grab me a bite to eat she goes into the diner and there's a a waitress that comes to her table this waitress is eight months pregnant and she told but she had a smile she had a smile and she, uh, she told the lady. She says, "You know, I've been working uh, a double shift. I had to work. One of the girls didn't come in. I've been working a double shift, so she felt bad for you know." And she, so she ordered her meal and uh, ate the meal. And the waitress brought her, you know, brought the check. And and uh, the waitress always goes back, you know, and does something. And and then when she come back, she noticed the lady wasn't there. If I got y'all's attention, I believe I do. Y'all listen to this. The lady was gone, and she's asking the other waitress, "Did you see this lady? Because she gave me a hundred dollar bill, okay, to 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 pay for her meal, which wasn't about eight dollars. So I've got ninety two dollars here, and, and she's gone." And she just, she don't know what to do. She can't believe that she left a $92 tip. But she thanks the Lord. She's a Christian girl. She thanks the Lord for it. And she she noticed there was a napkin on the table. And there was something written on it. And this is what was written on it. I wrote it down. The lady had left this note on a napkin. You don't owe me anything. For I have been there too. Somebody once helped me out. The way I'm helping you. If you really want to pay me back. Here's what you do. Do not let this chain of love. End with you. And she noticed something that she had lifted up the napkin and it was four more $100 bills four more Man, she had to take a break she went out back behind the diner and began to shout a little bit and praise God because she was really needing it right now eight months pregnant and just she needed that $492 that that woman had left well, when her shift was over, she headed home. And she, when she got home, of course, it was late. And her husband was already in the bed asleep. So she changes and gets in the bed. And she, uh, she notices he's asleep. And she reaches over and kisses him on the cheek. And she says, baby, it's going to be okay. We're going to make it. I love you Brian Anderson. I love you Brian Anderson. That's the man that helped that woman. Wow. That touched me church because there are people you don't judge them by the by the what they wear. You know how they talk. Let's just let God be the judge and, and help people along the way. What happened was Brian Anderson that night When he saw that car beside the road, the Lord spoke to his heart. Pull over and see if you can help. We're living in a bad day, and I know that. And I know it's hard sometimes to pull over because people are so mean. But if I will say this, if the Lord speaks to your heart, he's got angels that will protect you. I promise you that. But make sure it's the Lord. Okay. It'll be not a screaming voice, but a still, small voice. We need to tune into that. Amen. Because I want to hear from God. Man, in my ministry, my walk with the Lord, I need to hear from God. If I'm going to feed people the word of the Lord, I, I need to hear from God. Jerry's got to hear from God. We can't just go in there and say, well, I think I'll preach on this or I'll, I'll give them that, you know. A baloney sandwich. No. They need steak. They need They need the good stuff. Amen. You know what I'm saying? They need something that's going to stick to their ribs. Go home and think about what the preacher said through the Word of God and through the Spirit of God. We need to hear from heaven. Amen. Don't you agree? Y'all been quiet on me. It's okay. Hallelujah. I love you. And just, just, Lord, speak to me. Speak to me. You might have spoke to so-and-so, and, you know, and they started this ministry, and you spoke to that one, and they did this. But Lord, speak to me. What can I do for your glory? Would you bow your heads, please? Close your eyes. Father, I thank you, God, for your mercy. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, that when Lord, there was a time our eyes couldn't see and our ears couldn't hear. But now... We do. We hear. We hear you, Lord. And we ask God that you touch, Lord, these folks here at Deep Creek. God, that you minister to their lives. Lord, that this revival will be a changing point in their lives, God. Lord, as they support the man of God, as he stands to preach the word of God to them, every service, God, let them come waiting and hungry for the move of God. Lord, have your way. If you're here tonight, you don't know Jesus, this altar is Open, please come, please come and accept Him as Savior. If you've got a burden, if you've run, you've run out of road, and and you run into a cave, and you have isolated yourself. God don't want that. God wants you to insulate yourself, but not isolate yourself, and get back. Lord, where, where are you now? My God is there. He he he's not left us alone. He is faithful and he loves you. Lord, just touch your church right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on up and let's sing unto the Lord. Amen. Number 417.
1: 417. Jesus is tenderly calling.
2: This altar's open now. You come on. The Lord's dealing with your heart.
1: Jesus is tenderly calling me home. Calling today. Calling today. White from the sunshine of love with our own father father.
0: The destruction. That's right. We need to love. love them. And we need to love them. So this week when we go out and the rest of the week and we come back tomorrow, let's love on people. What have I been preaching about for the last whole month? <laughs> love. Hallelujah. You I mean, that's what it is. It's love. Hallelujah. God's wearing me out. I don't love people enough. Right. Right. I don't love people enough. Brother James, he
1: closed the prayer tonight, bro. Thank you for the service. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your your presence.